me, yeah, they love me. First, love yourself. And God, we trust. Trust me, I don't trust myself. Your jewelry, I get it took. No show. Welcome back to It Is What It Is. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The app is an easy way to make some cash just by making picks on your favorite players. Underdog is available in more than 30 states, including California, Florida, Texas, and New York, just to name a few. Make sure to support the show by hitting the link in the bio and downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. It will also match your first deposit up to $100, and you get a special pick when you sign up. Of course, I'm Treasure Wilson, a.k.a. Stat Baby, along with your hosts, Mace and Cam. What's up, Cam? How you doing, man? You got more for today? Pause. That's a pause off the top. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I'm going to let it go today. <laughs> God, in, DM me. God, God, in, so he needs to call him. <laughs> Clear his name. Yeah, God, in, my bad. God, God, in, Pause old shit called insane. Now look, I we got our dick sucked too, pause. <laughs> but called insane, I need to call first of all, call in and clear my name and tell niggas it was a true story. <laughs> Cardi DM me say, <laughs> he says, man, a lot of trouble yeah, 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 man. About <laughs> it's wild, it's, yo. It's wild. You be going to the clubs that like what's your what's your club shit like these days? These days, yeah. I mean, that's they're fun for sure. Mm-hmm. I've definitely went out sometimes in Miami and Vegas and LA I and Atlanta. Post something talking about when I, when I post this daddy issues about <laughs> about about uh, with OJ. He said. <laughs> Um, you said I don't know nothing about that street. Los Olas, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you go to club? Have you been clubbing since you've been on the West Coast? Yeah. Oh, okay. In in LA though, not like not okay. Vegas per se. Okay. Oh, so you yeah. upscale? Upscale? Mm, I wouldn't say LA is always upscale. Depends. Yeah. But I like a good vibe, but. That's yeah. They don't know. About I, I don't that. used to. <laughs> I, I mean, I party once in a while. Maybe yeah. I haven't party. Then I'm. You don't really party like you used to. Definitely, probably yeah. different. I'm not gonna say it's the best type of. It's cool. Nah, reason I was asking because Mace had a bar. <laughs> I didn't know because when I, we went to the club together, I didn't know. We, I thought we were just going to the club together. <laughs> oh That's why I was asking because I think as soon as we get in there dancing, bitches. He's, but he said, "Why are you standing on the wall, hand on your balls?" <laughs> I didn't know what he was looking at. When we used to club, <laughs> I, 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 I never paid attention to niggas standing on the wall with their hands on their balls. <laughs> so I was just wondering what your club experiences was like. Yeah, care to elaborate, Mace? Look, he going to this nose. He got this nose. No, unless you win today. Yo, yo, niggas got a poor scoreboard. <laughs> yo, niggas, yo, bro. When niggas got the poor scoreboard, yeah. and it's just as of yesterday, it was two to two. <laughs> yeah. bro, I see, I see you got shit. Yeah. Looking. I know you got a bunch. You trying to, you trying to figure out what's going to be down. <laughs> you was mad uh, when you walk in the club. Did you. See niggas standing on the wall, hands on their balls. Acting like a drug thug, hey. lighting up the drugs. Oh, man. <laughs> that man is no my bad. I, I was wondering what the club was like. Life was like these days. Like, no, not like that. <laughs> okay, not bad. I was yeah. just sucking. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I know tomorrow if not today. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering. You know what's crazy is that nobody even called me about that uh, yesterday after work. Yeah. Your song came on and it just <laughs> when I was driving, I was like, did he just say that? <laughs> Did he just say that? <laughs> wait till tomorrow. <laughs> it was random. 
Oh, my, my bad. I didn't mean to. Yeah. I didn't mean to start it off like that. Yeah, I was just they wondering. sent me a list, but I'm gonna let them, gonna let them win today. <laughs> I know. I know. I got some shit going. Yesterday, yeah. yesterday was good. Look, we got witnesses and everything from yeah. yesterday. Niggas got to clear their name. It's a whole trial behind that. My, yeah. my bad, Cardi. I don't know what you're going through, but <laughs> Murder, <laughs> Mur, Cardi said he on the shade, all type of shit, man. Yeah. My, I don't know. Crazy shit is, I thought it was just boss. Cardi talking about, yo, it's a true story. I said, yo, come, come on, Cardi. <laughs> shit is too thin these days, but my bad, Stat. Sorry about it's that. It's all good. We learn something new every single day. Okay. Aaron Rodgers revealed the Jets' position in the playoffs will determine whether he will make a return this season. Now it's been reported the Jets are opening the 21-day practice window for him. So should Aaron Rodgers return if the opportunity presents itself? Oh, my goodness. For the New York fans out there, I know you're anxious for, for your boy Aaron Rodgers to come back. If he come back, that would be the worst mistake he can make. I think he's... Uh, like two up there in years to even attempt this. Um, can he pull it off? Pause. He could, but it would be risking too much. He would be risking the whole um, New Jersey Jets legacy. I think they're expecting him to get some wins in the playoffs. But if he attempt this, this is going to be really catastrophic because if he gets in practice, anything, somebody just a freak accident right now. I wouldn't. I wouldn't risk it. He's too great of a player. To try to do that. Um, I agree with Mace. Look, what's going on is this, man. Aaron Rodgers playing a wild, wild game. This is what I'm gonna say first. If he comes back before the season over, this ain't no Achilles shit. This was some other shit. This was yeah. high ankle sprain. Something. This is not Achilles. Because what I think is this. I'm not saying that I don't and I don't want to doubt doctors or doubt what Aaron Rodgers is saying. You know, he's been caught lying before about taking the vaccine. <laughs> Yeah. And, and he never took the vaccine. He got caught in that lie before. <laughs> Don't get caught saying, come on, my nigga, this wasn't no Achilles because doctors have cleared him to be take the practice field. Aaron mm -hmm. Rodgers, as of right now, is on the practice field. He has permission to be on the practice field, which is crazy. He got hurt like what? Yeah. 12, 11 weeks ago? We're in week of 12 mm -hmm. or 11 or 12. So he's on a practice field off an Achilles injury in three months? Nah, bro. I ain't jacking that, my nigga. I'm not <laughs> jacking that. If it is more power to you, listen, I, I would love... I, I'm mad we didn't get to see Aaron Rodgers uh, play this year, so more power to him. And if it is an Achilles and you come back from this this season, I guess you the most superhuman being in the fucking planet because nobody's ever done this before. Yeah. Um, back to what Mesa said, I wouldn't risk it, though. Uh, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, it's a couple things. First off, with me say, you're too great of a player for a freak accident to happen and fuck up forever. You know, we don't want to see you, uh, the wrong thing happen and then it fucks you up for three years, two, three years, and you're 38, 39 and it could possibly end your career. So me personally, like me said, I will wait. Secondly is you fucking with a dangerous fan base, my nigga. These yeah. niggas, these is niggas will turn fan. on you. Yeah, they'll, <laughs> they'll turn on you, and they like fucking lions. They're like they're like bears in Alaska looking for fish <laughs> in springtime after yeah. they just got out of hibernating, my nigga. You cannot play with this fan base like that because you pulling heartstrings. Yeah, Everybody, oh Aaron Rodgers coming back. Aaron Rodgers coming back, and I I've seen him on Pat McAfee's show, uh, which I love. I love Pat McAfee's show. Um. Mm -hmm. And he's saw, and he's cleared to practice, and he's on the practice field. You know, it's, it's a video of Aaron Rodgers on the practice field. So now what happens is this. If you're a game or two out of a wild card spot um, and you have Aaron Rodgers cleared to play, Aaron Rodgers just may play. And I'm not saying I wouldn't want to see it, but I would rather wait till next year when he's fully healthy to... Um, to to see him, because look, you know, what you got to realize is players and coaches too, but I think more players 
we got the, and I say we because I, I was delusional too. <laughs> we got, you know, as a player. <laughs> Players, we all delusional. You know, it's only certain people that ain't delusional. LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Isaiah Tyler. You know, it's a handful of niggas <laughs> who ain't delusional. <laughs> I won't say who's delusional, but niggas running around thinking they the goat sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Snack. So, <laughs> So as players, we're delusional. Cause now you're putting yourself as Jet fans, not just the fans, the organization, and Aaron Rodgers thinking, nigga, we two games out the playoffs. We get the wild card. When the wild card, when the next game, now we in the conference finals, conference championship. I go to Super Bowl off the Achilles. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm See, back, I'm nigga. Back, nigga. I'm if back. I, I, In New nigga, York. Yo, nigga, who the fuck went to the Super Bowl off the Achilles the same year, nigga? Fuck is you. This is what's going on yeah. now when everybody's brain is Jet fans. Yeah, we'll if, need to replace Aaron Rodgers. We, he good. Yeah, great. Fuck Tom Brady. He ain't come back off the Achilles. Nobody came back off the Achilles. So now this is in people's mind frame. If it happens, look, I'm from New York. I, I'm not saying I'm a Jets fan, but I like to see New York teams win. And cool, but this is a long shot. This is a very, it's a long shot, man. And um, like I said, I wish them the best, but I agree with Mace 100%. I will wait until the fuck out <laughs> till next year, my opinion. He's trying to show that he's still young. Yeah, but we know he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you see how fast I recovered? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still in my 30s. Yeah, so I, I hope he, look, There'll be it'll be a, a, a great Cinderella story if it happens, but I, I just want to risk it for the player that Aaron Rodgers is. I definitely agree. I just don't think it's worth it. Okay, moving along to basketball real quick. Last season, Austin Reeves made a too little taunt to Pat Pev, and he was not happy about that. On his podcast, he said, how dare you come in Chicago in my hood and hit me with the too little and don't think that I'm going to come for your neck. Then he said, every time I see the Lakers until I retire, whatever team Austin Reeves is on, I'm on his ass. I know he you brought up. Pat Bell? Yeah. Why I do? know we bring him up a lot, but you know, his quotes be circulating. So we got to talk about it. But what does he mean when he say that? What is what is he made? He's gonna play more defense than ever before. <laughs> what, what is he? Made? I'm gonna get more charges than ever before. <laughs> Normally, when somebody say that, that means they're gonna have like 30, 40 points that night. That's never what he means. <laughs> I don't, Kim. That's your guy, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on you. Yeah. <laughs> Where did he go? Bob early tonight? Look, look, yeah, let me let me explain something to Love Pause. Right. Let me explain something to, to black people as as a nation. <laughs> the white people today are not scared of us like their parents was. You know, the parents, you know, we come in off us of, uh <laughs> coming straight off Martin Luther King death. <laughs> we coming off the, I'm the civil rights. You know, everything. Black the, Panthers. Yeah, the Black Panthers. You know, you know, it was a, you know, it was a time in the '70s when you know, because you know, you got to realize people's grandparents and we're getting older. Yeah, probably seen some real racist shit. Like us, we might have bumped into some racist shit, but we. I mean, I can't speak for you guys, but I ain't never walked by and see a nigga be like, "Hang him." You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, and not saying that's funny. That shit really happened. So I'm not discrediting that. So older people, older people seeing shit that we ain't see. Like, you know, nigga tell you, I'll give you a great example. Like, and Stat probably would be like, what? To us. You know, you got your grandparents. I used to walk to school uh, eight days a day. Then you got to, you know, I brought, I brought this up the other day. Yeah. So when I'm saying, the reason I'm bringing this up is because you're not scaring Austin Reeves with that, bro. <laughs> like, yo, you know, like, you know, older white people would be like, uh-oh, if these niggas take over, they might do to us what we did to them. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they really don't want us in power because they may think the shit that they did us in the past, if we became in power, we may do it to them. And that's not, and that's not necessarily true. So back to this generation, you go to Harlem now, that shit gentrified as a motherfucker. Yeah. White people is built, is, oh, listen, I remember growing up in Harlem, 
And you was ashamed to be seen with a white person because you was like, oh shit, you can't be with a white person. You go, you go to hard years like that. You, you, he said, "What is he doing with that? If it wasn't, if it wasn't a customer, you should not be with a, with a white person at all, police or customer. That was it. Outside of that, you shouldn't have been with a white person. Yeah. So, unless it was your doctor, or your nurse. Yeah, but I'm saying walking down Lennox, walking down yeah, Southern, no. walking down Eighth, walking down McCombs, Edgecombe, Bradhurst. Imagine, imagine 1986, you you sitting on the bench on Bradhurst <laughs> with with two white people. And they, oh, yo, mace with police. Yeah. <laughs> 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 niggas, niggas yeah. hit you with this. They yeah. want me to say what's up. They exactly. go like this and keep it moving. Yeah, and I know I went kind of kind of far back and all that, but the reason I'm mentioning that is that these kids. And in my generation, I'm talking about, or my age group, I should say, they grew up with hip hop and they grew up watching the change and liking uh, liking urban music and liking graffiti and breakdance and the culture and rappers and dressing and style and a lot of shit we brought to the table. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, so the reason I'm bringing something, I know I went kind of deep pause just for a Patrick Beverly scenario. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like this. When what you think Austin Reed said when he see that nigga said, "Why?" Yeah, yeah, because this I'm so this, I'm so scared. This generation <laughs> of of um, you know, white people are probably thinking, "I need to go crazy on somebody black to show you that I'm like that." Hey yo. False. I'm that's saying crazy. that's what he that's, thought. That's wild. <laughs> that's what he's thinking. That's wild. <laughs> that's what he's thinking. Wow. That's what he's thinking. Hey, I got my Republican jacket on. <laughs> that's wild. But yeah, I, I agree with you. Listen. I'm not Republican, though. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying that, you know, back to your point, I... I agree with what you're saying. I don't like the way you put it, pause, but I'm just, <laughs> they like, yo, when I, cause you know, it was a time and I, I remember seeing Derek Fisher talk about this years ago. For those who don't know, Derek Fisher, point guard for the Lakers, you know, five time champion, et cetera, et cetera, Shaq, Kobe, whatever. But he made a great point. When I played basketball and I, a white person was playing and they was on the court they better not guard me, yo. I'm telling yeah, you. It was disrespectful. Yeah, it was mad disrespectful. It was disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially if you pass ball, pass me the ball, and they switch, and he said, no, I got him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you mean you got me? You don't yeah, got yeah, me. You don't. And, and, and if you do, clear it out. Yeah. <laughs> clear, clear it out. It's mad disrespectful for a white person to even be guarding you, let alone be on the court with you at the same time. So we took that as disrespect. And Derek Fisher, when I see him talk about it, I was like, okay, cool. It wasn't just us. So when when I heard about Isaiah Thomas, we talked about the other day saying Larry Bird told Isaiah Thomas, why y'all got white people guarding me? That was the start of it. You yeah. know, that was the even he felt like that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. More of the story is not that not know I've been long-winded about it. I don't think Austin Reeves is scared, uh, Pat yeah. Bev. If anything, LeBron might give him the nod and say, go crazy, pause. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I said pause. Like, you want to yeah. play a lot lately. If you want to be in the game, fine. It's fine with me. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll He's stop being petty. LeBron give him the nod. <laughs> I said pause, though. For which one? For everything I said. Uh-huh. You said... I forget what you said, but I rewinded to say <laughs> you said white nigga, what are you were interracial boys? You go crazy, nigga. <laughs> but I see him, your, your man been making a lot, whoa, <laughs> silently, but loud enough you can hear. But that's that's my opinion on it, man. One of our football analysts, Antonio Brown, tweeted, Should I retire a stealer or tampon bay buck fuck? <laughs> in reference to the Tampa what? Bay Bucks. That's what the tweet says. I'm just I reading it, y'all. That was what you said, but I was no, like, I, what? I wrote what he put, not a typo. Um, what do you think about his ex post? <laughs> um, I don't, first of all, I don't think that Tampa Bay is even considering retiring Antonio Brown. My bad, bro. You know, you the bro. You family, you not nigga, so. Absolutely. I hope your jersey gets retired in Pittsburgh, but definitely not with the Tampa Bay butt fucks the boys or whatever you said. <laughs> Tampon, bays, whatever. 
Um, as far as some real all jokes aside from what he said. That quote narrowed it down, pause. <laughs> yeah, you only got if one choice. If he was gonna be there, is that's right. no more. Right. What I what I didn't do is because uh, when I seen this, I thought it was a typo as well. I just didn't <laughs> I didn't know it was legit. I thought this was because of the other text that he uh, other tweet that he made. Which one are you Which talking one? about? About um Brady's wife. I didn't see that. Is it a picture? Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. He went left, <laughs> left. So he def- Yeah, he definitely won't be retired in, in Tampa Bay. Right. Without, this one was worse than this one. Than the first one. I didn't yeah. see it. But what I'll say is this, um, and I haven't done the homework. Maybe I'll type something up and check some numbers before and give you my opinion when the show's over. But um, I would have to see his numbers unless Mace has some in, in Pittsburgh. I don't know exactly where his numbers in Pittsburgh are. I know he was a staple to them winning in Pittsburgh. Is it enough for them to retire his jersey there? I have to do some more homework and let you guys know. Hopefully, you know, that's my bro. I hope it does get retired there. Yeah, if it would be in it would be in the Steelers. He's seven times out of the nine years there, he's seven career Pro Bowl appearances, four all pro selection. But, I mean, most of his greatest work was done in the Steelers. I don't know why he would even assume that Tampa Bay. I think he was being funny if that's what he said. It's no way. Yeah. It's no, It's like it's like this. You like, you know, it, 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 are they going to retire Monster Jersey with the gauchos of them bitch-ass, punk-ass Riverside <laughs> church motherfuckers? Fuck them. You know, it's yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely not Riverside yeah, at that yeah, point. You, say that. you know, it's like, I, yo, so I'll give, I'll give you a great example. I won't say the rapper's name because he's a kind of known rapper, but, yeah. and um, we both know him. But I have a friend who asked me about him one day, and he was like, yo, and this is exactly how he asked me. I'm going to give you almost verbatim. I don't yeah. remember the, the actual uh, cursing he was using, but he was like, yo, let me ask you a question. I'm like, What's up? He said, yo, you fuck with that bitch-ass, punk-ass nigga so-and-so? And I'm like, damn, I'm scared to say I do. You, 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 just, you let me already know how you feel about him. I don't even know if I say I got I guess just for the sake of not arguing, now nah, I don't fuck with him neither because I don't even feel like getting into a convo with you about it. And it ain't like he my man. If he's my man, yeah. I would have said, fuck is you talking about? But it was a nigga I don't really care about too much. So I just was like, no, nah, fuck with him. But if a nigga presents it to you like that, you already know how he feels about it. And yeah. he might be mad at you for even fucking for with him. For wherever you stand on. Right, exactly. Well, I mean, yes, the answer does give itself. But in regards to the question, I do think if he were to retire his jersey, it definitely should be with the Steelers. I mean, he was one of the best ride receivers we've ever had. I would literally put him at two. Um, Who's number one? Um, Heinz Ward. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, um, yeah, Antonio Brown did his thing, you know, I think a Steelers fan. And even he <laughs> said, like, how much he appreciates Mike Tomlin as a coach. Like, I think that's where home is, but Tampon Bay. The whole Bay. thing about it, <laughs> but, the whole thing about it is. Tampon Bay is crazy. The whole thing about it is real quick. Is that. um They must owe him money. Thing about it, sorry about that, guys. Is the thing about it real quick is like if he does retire his jersey, so so it's not up to him to retire <laughs> his jersey. Like, yeah. yeah, like yo, if he retires his jersey, it's yo, it's not. If it was an Antonio Brown situation, shit would have been up the day he stopped playing. This is a franchise decision, and at the end of the day, you got to realize that once you retire this jersey, nobody else could wear this number. Has he done that type of work for the Pittsburgh Steelers for them to retire his jersey? It, to me, it is, the question isn't about Tampa Bay or Pittsburgh. We all know that he done more at Pittsburgh and for Pittsburgh. Does Pittsburgh feel that he's done enough to to retire his jersey? Secondly, the we shit with stat is wild, yo. Jacksonville, we <laughs> we again with Pittsburgh. Now look, man. Yeah, I, we got a call. We got a yeah, man. And she yeah. she's actually on, guys, on social media. Guys. 
like conversing with Jacksonville people, like Duval shit. Like, it's like, yo, the wee shit is crazy. She back now? Yeah, she talking about She says you was only here a couple of months. No. And you was born in Jacksonville. You always did say you was a Steelers fan. Yes, from the beginning. You, right? I stamped you, I, that, and I said it when he was on the show, too. No, you have... <laughs> But I got to call you out when you say <laughs> we in Jacksonville and then I go to the gram. I'm, you know, I, and I don't want to throw your shit when I'm on stories. Yeah. I turn and it's like. <laughs> oh, Jacksonville. They, they talking about Nate. Yeah, Jacksonville. They talking about, it's crazy to hear Stat talk about the Ville <laughs> like that. I'm like, hometown and all this. I give you the Steelers and I give you the heat. Yeah. This Duval County shit is wild, man. Oh, <laughs> but no problem. <laughs> we is wild, but. Big shout out to, 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 to Papa Stack because he's the reason that she's really a Steelers fan. You know what I'm saying? Where, sure. where are you from, D.C.? Uh, yeah, he's from yeah, D.C. it's not too far. You know, yeah. not, I understand they got the Redskins, formerly the West Redskins, but it's not too far from Pittsburgh. So Stat is really a Pittsburgh Steelers fan by default. 100%. <laughs> Actually, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, no, I grew up watching it with my dad. So that's our, our team. But like his family was Redskins. Well, Commanders fans. So, yeah, the more you know. Okay, moving along to the Celtics. The Celtics were intentionally fouling Andre Drummond while up 32 points in the fourth quarter. Joe Mazzulla had to explain to Billy Donovan they needed to win by 23 to have a chance to advance for the in-season tournament. So do you feel like what they did was wrong in intentionally fouling Andre Drummond? No, exactly. (laughs) If you're in the tournament, you got to play by the tournament rules. And the tournament rules said that if they wanted to win, they knew how they had to win. So it, when you, this is that challenge that you're going to have with having this in-season tournament because it's different guidelines than any other, any other tournament. I never really even heard of that. I thought if you win, you just advance to the next round. But now it's based upon the numbers and all of that type of stuff. So now you could be winning the game and still not advance. That's what it basically just told us. And I don't I don't think that's really into I think it is more entertaining like this, though, actually, because now if we just carry out the numbers, you got people that are make it to the finals that that could say they didn't even play the same teams or win as many games the same way. What I'll say is that, look, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I've been loving the end season tournament, how it's going or structured as far as getting to the finals. I'm still a little confused on. Um, <laughs> so I've been watching, <laughs> loving the games, loving other night. Um, we're going to talk about that Golden State in Sacramento. Um, I forget. We watched a bunch of games on um, Tuesday. But... Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's just too much to keep up with points. Group A, Group C, <laughs> Group B. If you win tonight, you lose tomorrow. This team been out for three weeks. Look, when they get down to the final eight or four, I'm tapped in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's too much to get to this, but the games have been very, very, very entertaining. Far as Fallon Andre Drummond, like I remember they, you know, start off with with a hacker shot. Yeah, and. They used to be like, oh, that that's slowing the game down. That's messing the game up, this, that, and that. No, practice your foul shots. Yeah. That's just that. I, I have no problem with them with a hacker shack. I had no problem when they did it to Ben Wallace. I had no problem now when they're doing it to um, Drummond. I have no problem with that because it's a part of the game that you need to practice as a skill. Same way that you have a point guard that may be six foot two who can't uh, dominate in the paint. Uh, and dunk on somebody like a Shaquille O'Neal or whoever else that's fucking Giannis or whoever else, mm-hmm. they practice their foul shots because yeah. that's what's going to get them their check. Certain people are good at certain things and some people are good at everything. But if that's a technique for you to win, I have no problem with them doing that. I never had a problem with that. I always think you need to practice on your skills, especially foul shots because big men are going to get get fouled. Yeah. And, 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 you know, the Joker and Joel Embiid can't be the only one and making foul shots. You know, yeah, you there's no different them. than Kalen Clark going like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If I know you can't yeah. shoot, yeah. my job yeah. is to put you where you can win. Exactly. So I, I have no problem with this. To me, a bigger story than than Fallon Andre Drummond is Porzingis hurt. I told niggas this. 
I said this nigga was going to get hot. The unicorn. I told you he has not played a full season since being in the in the NBA. And the thing about it is this. I don't know if his bones ain't right, pores or whatever it is, but he's not. And this is the reason I didn't pick the Celtics over Milwaukee when we was making our picks. I said, look, this depends a lot on Porzingis' health. And right now, he's, he's he, we don't even know when he's coming back. He's going to be reevaluated in a week. So when is he coming back? This is very, I would have, if I knew Chris Porzingis was going to be healthy the whole season, I might have picked Boston, but I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. What I will say is this. I'm not big on load management, pause, but if anybody should be load management, pause, it's this nigga. The cell, even when he's not hurt, sit yeah. this nigga down to get to the playoffs because he's going to be a big key for y'all niggas moving forward in the playoffs. Y'all got a great nucleus with uh with Jalen Brown, Tatum, um, Point guard. Now Holiday. Yeah, yeah, that point guard Holiday. Um, and bring him in from time to time, but you're going to need him for the playoffs. So I, I really hate low management, but if anybody needs low management, it's Porzingis. I will say that. Well, also speaking of the in-season tournament, the Warriors have been eliminated by the Kings after losing by one point. How do you feel about the Warriors' loss? They've been eliminated by one point. Yeah, so they lost the game by one point, so now they are eliminated from the in-season tournament by the Kings. I thought it was based on the overall numbers. So, like, they do have a record, but I think because their record's lower, like, they're just eliminated from the tournament. So they needed to win this game to advance. That's the part that Killer was talking about that's confusing. Oh, it is confusing. It's like (laughs) one game, they're out. But, I mean... This is just what I what I foreseen. Like them them losing to the Kings is something that that many people thought was supposed to happen last year in the playoffs. But you know, it's just right now we're at that place where where they really have to make a difference and they got to turn this this franchise around. But they're not going to be standing there in the, in the semifinals or or the um or the finals. Right now, that's what I'm thinking about in the West Coast. So this is just a glimpse of what what I could see happening, you know, come April, come May, because you got the Pelicans playing better. You got all these other teams, Jaguars going to come back. Then you got the Suns, you got Denver, you got, you know, Le- LeBron got to make a case for what he's going to do. And that don't, that don't even put them in the top four to me. Um. We'll see as far as the playoffs is concerned. But what I'll say is individually, Golden State is a team, not the end season tournament. Wiggins had 29, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> stat. Check <laughs> out your stats. <laughs> I didn't say anything that time. Wiggins had 29. Wiggins had 29. Clay had 20. Okay, fellas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We got to okay. get stat to say it. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Listen, we was dogging niggas too. You know, we shitting on Wiggins and all that. But, you know, they they actually was winning this game the whole fucking game. Yeah. Like, probably till about, I don't remember, maybe about five minutes left in the fourth when they caught up. Maybe four. I'm not sure exact time. But even going into the fourth quarter, they was up uh, 11, 12 points. At the end of the first quarter, they was up about 18 points. Uh, this came down to closing. And what I will say is this. Steve Curry, you're going to have to figure it out, baby. You're going to have to figure it out. Um, I have no idea how or what you're going to do to figure it out, but it's not working what you got going on. And listen, Steph Curry's missed games. We know Draymond missed games. Draymond came back looking really good, being that he was all five games as well. Um, so you have no real chemistry this year as far as having your, your 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 core group on the floor, but that's your core group. They've been together for fucking 10 years, so even if they don't play a game or two or three or four or five together, they've already been playing for years to see how it goes. Um, I don't know if Chris Paul got hurt or not or if he was injured. He only got five minutes yesterday, five minutes and three points. I know he's not feeling that. It, it, um, absolutely not. And... um. 
I would start looking into looking into I would start looking into some trades before the deadline. You got about two months left. <laughs> <laughs> One time he got five minutes and start looking for a trade. No, I'm not saying it don't have to be Chris Paul. I'm just saying it needs to be somebody. Look, as much as as much as that's about right, though. Yeah, you got it. And you know, the deadline, don't get me wrong, it's not tomorrow, it's not next week, but before you look up and go, we'll sit there and say, yo, it's five days until the deadline. You should start looking, the general managers should start looking into this right now. Or not just now, players that are still in shape, they could play. I don't know what chemistry will help. I mean, what player will help the chemistry with Golden State. But as much hassle, it's not just us. People give um, this person. I think Dwight Howard would bring a lot of energy And and size pause (laughs) to go to state. You know, um, he's also a big part of that time they won the championship with the Lakers. I think they need somebody like that. Um, Might have to overrule that one. No, where's the gavel at? Listen, man, if you want to be biased against Dwight Howard because of his sexuality... No, no, uh, I'm saying what, your, your statement. What did I say? <laughs> He's going to bring a lot of size and energy that's to... That's true. That's right, true. You caught state. that. That's very... That's right, true. Right, true. You caught me. But all jokes aside, going to say, we need to, you need to add a piece there or move a piece. But um, I don't think that this core is going to get... I have to agree with Mace... And I'm not sure if they're going to make it to the finals. I always, I never count Golden State out. Never, never. And to me, them getting eliminated by the Kings may make them more mad moving forward if they make it to the playoffs with a good seed. I know they'll make it to the play, and that's all they really need. But I think this will really piss them off if they have to meet the Kings again because they don't, to me, they asked Steph Curry if it's a rivalry. I don't remember what he said verbatim, but he kind of had to, why would this be a rivalry? We're a four-time champion. That isn't what he said, but that's kind of what he said. How is this a fucking rivalry? And <laughs> we got mad chips, and they don't. Yeah. So They're in the West Coast. Yeah, so they, he kind of brushed it off like, is this a rivalry? And he said, no, this is a good in-season tournament game. <laughs> I don't think, I think them young boys is ready to go. Mike Brown is putting the battery in their back, being that he used to coach Golden State. And we'll see what happens from there. But I I know for a fact, Golden State does not like what's going on. You could tell even last year, Clay Thompson beefing with a lot of players on Men- uh, Memphis as well. You yeah. know, they don't like that they're getting older and the young boys is coming. You know, when he's beefing, I don't remember who it was, but um, in Memphis, and Clay kept pointing to the ring as he was getting kicked out. Beefing with Devin Booker. Clay turned to a grumpy old man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So hopefully they'll turn it around and show people that they're wrong because I really do like Golden State. Real quick before we go to break, you don't feel like Dwight Howard would be a good addition because right now he is exploring overseas options. Pause. He would, pause. He would be a good, a good addition to, this, <laughs> to Golden State. Why do you State? have to say pause when you say that? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I'm just asking. A good addition isn't a pause. Why would you have to say pause? Why would you have to say pause? A good addition is not a pause. So why would you say pause? Hey, I don't know if you're being petty, but Bob is being petty. Bob is looking at me to see what you're about to say. I think you, I think pause, it'd be a great addition. So what I'm trying to ask you is this. If you say Dwight Howard's name, you got to say Forrest. That's, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> that's what it seems no. like you're doing. <laughs> so I'm gonna Go this stay. <laughs> Go this stay. That's Go what I was asking. Stay. If you had to say Forrest when you said his name, I was just trying to figure out. <laughs> I mean, if you ask me, I think it would be great for the city of San Francisco. I think the owner would prefer it. Isn't that why they got rid of Mark Jackson? But who knows? Allegedly, it'd be good for San Francisco. What do you mean by that? I mean, the town is accommodating. You trying to say you're going to be a San Francisco street? (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying saying the town will welcome them with with open arms. I I, I don't know what you mean by that. (laughs) 
he'll help the team win, and the city will welcome him. You know, that's Every, what I said. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get into our underdog fantasy picks of the day. On Sunday, the 49ers will play the Eagles. This is a very big game. Mm. Underdog fantasy has Brock Purdy at one and a half passing touchdowns. Do you have him higher or lower? Mace. Of course, higher. Purdy is definitely doing more than one and a half. Higher as well. Yep, higher. Okay. Christian McCaffrey is at 72 and a half rushing yards. Do you have him higher or lower? Higher. Higher. Okay. And Jalen Hurts is at one and a half passing touchdowns. Do you have him higher or lower? Mace. I am. I am. I think everybody coming to ball pause. Yeah. On uh, on um, this Sunday, man. This this is. I don't know where I where I'm gonna be at or what's going on, but I'm gonna make sure uh, I watch this game in its entirety, man. If you want, go to Underdog Fantasy and use code Cam. They'll double your <laughs> deposit up to hundred dollars. Cause all my picks has been going crazy. <laughs> I got two niggas to the Super Bowl. I never about twelve niggas went ten thousand dollars this season, and you might come, you might fuck around and meet meet me, Stat Mace one day, man. We're, we're gonna figure that out. Use code care with Underdog Fantasy, man. Make sure y'all tap in. Make sure to download the Underdog Fantasy app, and you can make your picks too. Okay, so a quote from LeBron at eighteen years old resurfaced of him talking about MJ, saying. A man 38 years old still averaging 25 plus points. I give more props to him than anybody right now. So considering LeBron's stats right now, how do you feel about that quote resurfacing? Thanks, Cam. He's from Ohio. As much as I as much as I love Michael Jordan, and look, Mike is still number one to me. But it's hard every year, man. Pause, pause, nigga. You too. New, new man. <laughs> What's your name, bro? Huh? Now that name is crazy. You can never say pause again. Don't ever play the game. D King. Don't, don't Y'all, he said D King. Don't ever play the game again. Ever. Ever. You're out the whole game forever. Your name is D King Pause. You can, you, can, you gotta relax forever. <laughs> you can never, ever say anything is crazy in life, bro. You, you might as well say, you might as well say DK Pause. Like, K King. You go king. <laughs> D, D, uh, huh? You can do whatever. No, you can do whatever you want, but all those, it's crazy. You know what I mean? You can do whatever you want to do. I'm, I'm not stopping. You can say, don't feed into me, boys. Don't, don't feed into me. Huh? Yeah, that's not a problem. D King <laughs> Yeah, you already lost. I'm sorry. You can't even. Anyways, my bad. D King I was going overboard. D King is telling me I was going overboard. Pause. Yeah. Um, nah, you you my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you want to I'll fuck with you. You from where you from? Okay, that's what's up. You see, where you stay at? But you still live in Brooklyn? That's what's up. Um, Put him on back of that pause. Yeah. In San Francisco. That's crazy. Um oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know why he said the fourth name. <laughs> um what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> LeBron stats. LeBron. Okay. Oh, yeah, so about, I mean, look, about every MJ. Year, every year, um, and, and look, I'm Michael Jordan number one, but every year LeBron makes it tougher to keep Mike at number one. And for him to say this, um, I, I don't think this is by accident. I think LeBron, people's got this out yeah. there because of so many different comparisons year after year after year, at least for the last eight, nine years, about LeBron and Michael Jordan, who's better, who's not better. And especially from LeBron's camp, everybody at Clutch Sports, and not just Clutch Sports, LeBron's circle as a whole, don't even know why this question is being asked. Yeah. They, they don't even understand why y'all would compare Michael Jordan to LeBron James at this point in his career. But I will say this, uh, what LeBron James doing at this point in his career is amazing. 
uh, he's still the main guy on the Lakers, like May said the other day. It isn't, don't get me wrong, Cleveland would be being watched if he was on Cleveland as well. Wherever he's going, he's going to be watched. But in a main market like Los Angeles, uh, a franchise that's always under the radar, always under the microscope and being criticized if they aren't doing good because of what mm -hmm. they did in the past, uh, and he won a championship. I think that was a lot of pressure to go to the Lakers and not only go to the Lakers, win a championship, because that was the thing. Oh, is, you count is it, that? His championship? Absolutely. I count that championship to me. A lot of people like it's the asterisk next to the bubble um, championship, and a lot of people like it doesn't count. But to me, I think that's more... And LeBron said this, I, and I, what he said has nothing to do with my opinion. LeBron said that's the tough, toughest championship. Y'all wouldn't understand. Y'all wasn't there. That's his exact quote. Me, personally, I say the reason I fuck with that, because that's AAU. Yeah. That's 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 small fry. That's uh whatever tournament you try. It's no excuses. It's no fan interference. It's no mother needing tickets. It's nobody that you got to heckle in the crowd. It's no, it's, this is pure basketball and go to your room. Yeah. <laughs> Come back and we're playing basketball. You don't have any, now get, don't get me wrong. I love crowd, crowds being as part of the game as well as excitement, but this is skill on top of skill on top of skill day after day after day. Look, I remember the bubble was going on and Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray was going at it 41, 40, 40, yeah. 49 one night, Murray. 50 the next night, Donovan Mitchell. 49 this night. Now, mind you, after these games in the regular season, you have to go home and think about whatever. You you just beat a nigga and have 50 pours. Then you got to see him in the cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow I got you, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to me, I count that. A lot of people don't, but I think to me, that's pure basketball skill-wise with no interference. So I do count that championship. That was that was real um eye opening thinking about that pause because I never thought of the the tournament like that. Mm -hmm. So that that is a real valid point. I think with um with LeBron's team as well as Rich Paul and everyone else that that um tries to shape this narrative about him and Joy need to understand that. And I understand it about legacy. When you understand certain things about legacy, it's not going to be based just upon your the things you've done. It's going to be also based upon the things you didn't do or the decisions you made. And it, it all factors in. So I think when every, every accolade that he catches, he's still going to have to answer the things that he did that kind of disqualifies him in the conversation. And that's the thing they keep trying to say, okay, he did this, he did this, he did this. It's almost like there's certain things that we know about people. It's certain things that they done that we can't erase those things. We can't erase that what you did to get your first two championships. We can't erase that. So no matter what he does moving forward, he could stack up all the stats. He's stacked there. He still got to acknowledge, I couldn't do it without these guys. And that for me, that just takes him out of the conversation. I don't, if you take away three championships, I don't think we even having this conversation. And I, and I think if you give Mike magic, Mike will have eight, probably 10 championships. So I, I, for me, that conversation has been settled. And I think for the basketball purists, they feel the same. But now, LeBron, you can, you can fool the media-based players. But the purists, we're not going. We already know what we know. Title Town. Heard you, Maze. Heard you. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Jason Kidd. He actually cursed out a reporter at a press conference for continuously writing negative pieces about the Mavs, even when they're playing well. He said, I'm giving you an effing answer. It's all right to write positive stuff. People will read your positive shit. You don't always have to be negative. The world is already negative enough. Let's see some positive stuff on positive people. How do you feel about him saying that to a reporter? This is what happens with the Dallas Mavericks, though. Goodness, they start off scorching hot. Lucas scoring 40 every night. <laughs> they go 6-7-1, 7-2, 8-3, 8-2, 8-1. 
And then shit starts fading down. Whole first two, three weeks, four weeks, all we heard, Luca, Luca, Luca. Yeah. Shit starts dwindling, dwindling, dwindling away. So this is a continuous pattern for me since the Luca uh, era has started with uh, the Mavericks. Look, Rick Carlisle won a championship for the Dallas Mavericks. And I don't know, it's no room, not, not that I know of, you have to be a real NBA insider probably to know more about this, but it's no reason for the only championship in franchise history that the coach leaves, talking about it's all mutual terms, uh, that the franchise and the coach are splitting up. So something's underlined there with Luca and Carlisle for him to end up leaving there. And it may be Luca, like, I can't play for this guy, but you're going to stick with, stick with the superstar, which always happens, whether it's Michael Jordan getting rid of Doug Collins, whether mm-hmm. it's Magic Johnson having to deal with, uh, with Pat Riley getting West, Westhead or Westfield, whatever his last name, uh, out of there. Yeah, so this happens. And um, it's back to what me and Mace was talking about. Me, I was talking about at the beginning of the season. Does he make the team better? Numbers are always looking good. Will he make first, second team, all NBA? Yes, he will. But will he will them to a championship? Um, and I think this is probably getting frustrating for Jason Kidd to the point where he's like, yo, just shut the fuck up because I see this pattern for the last couple years since I've been coaching it. Now, on the other hand, uh, let me just make sure, and I'm not saying that they're the best team in the world right now, but Rick Carlisle got Indiana and Indiana formidable right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they they uh, Halliburton looks really, really good. So it isn't like he doesn't know how to coach. Um, they're in a small market and they're not probably gonna see a lot of games because they don't have a bunch of superstars. And I'm not saying they're first in the East or even have a a great record like that, but they're over 500 and they're looking like they're gonna have a couple all-stars on the team this year. So Jason Kidd is probably just frustrated, tired of dealing with the shit that's going in internally and took it out on a reporter. Because the thing about it is, write some good shit for once in a while. <laughs> it's enough bad shit going on in the world. <laughs> Listen, Jason Kidd, this shit been going on for, ne- for years. If you, you know, <laughs> when niggas, niggas be like, yo, you know, certain public, baller alert, shaver, we saw about the other day. Look, we, me and Mace, and, and I'm not sitting there bragging about it because it was, it was, um, it was a pleasure to do. We ended up giving Stat her own show because she's knowledgeable. She's young. She knows what she's doing. She also puts the work in day in, day night, day and night. She also uh, writes a lot. She's a great writer. So it wasn't, She's from Jacksonville. Yeah, I don't care if she's from Mars. She knows, <laughs> she, 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 uh, she knows what she's doing. What I was saying is this. Or no publication talks about black men giving a black woman a chance. But if it was some ignorant shit today, yesterday, and, and don't get me wrong, we I, what I talked about was a real story. It wasn't no joke. Carney yeah. ain't calling up and all type of shit. And look, Peter Gunn sent me love yesterday. He said, man, I wish I could tell. I can't even say the other person he told me. He said, man, I wish I could tell my story. He said, yo, I wish Mason let you tell more stories. I said, yeah. I said, listen, Mason don't always agree to this. So when he does agree to it, I got to go. I said, when he be the guns at me and said that shit, I said, yo, listen, when that nigga give me the green light, I got to get to, it's not always a green light. So when I get it, uh, I got to go. But the more, what I was trying to get to is that shit was on every fucking blog. Cam in the whole house with Mace, this, that, and the third, in the 90s. Mad niggas talk about, see, y'all niggas don't know what's going on. Some niggas talk about, yeah, it was the 2000s for us. <laughs> Mad niggas. So, but positive shit will not make a lot of the blogs. You got yeah. Mason Cam in the 90s in the whole house, but, but Mason Cam giving a black, black man giving a black woman a show is not on all these publications as yeah. opposed to Mason Cam in the whole house. Yeah. So Jason Kidd, the reason I'm saying this is not nothing new. You turn the news on. First thing is, three people shot <laughs> to survive this down and third. Turn on the next thing. Fire downtown. Seven people dead. Yeah. It'll take 15, 20 minutes to get into a news show before you be like, and today they planted flowers 
in memorial of 9-11. No disrespect yeah. to 9-11. But I'm just saying, that will never lead the show yeah. on the news. Famous and rapper kills his girlfriend. Yeah. All at that, five. Yeah, at five. At five. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? All yeah. that always leads. So they just get talking about write something new. That's the way it been working since I couldn't remember. Shit start off terrifying on the news. And the same thing with the blogs and reporters and so on. They looking for dirt. They looking for a tragic story. Or they looking for more gossip for people to click mm -hmm. on. So they said, kid, you older than me. You just got to accept that shit, my nigga. That's the way it's going to be. Well, one, again, also, thank you both. Because I do have a great opportunity. But they're completely right. Like, as you see what makes headlines... It's not positive stuff. I'm not saying that's right, but that's just how the world is. That's what people want to tune in and see, and you're probably going to see more of it. So it is what it is. Okay, moving along. On Wednesday, the Suns lost to the Raptors 112 to 105, ending the Suns' seven-game win streak. Mm. Thoughts on the Suns' loss? The Suns lose to the Raptors. That's not a game. I mean... I'm going to take Cam's approach. That's not a game we, we should really focus on because it's early in the season. I don't, I don't really make much of it. Um, nobody did anything I, I didn't ever see him do before. So other than Booker getting eight points, that's the only thing that stood out to me. Everything else was pretty much what would normally happen. Durant had 30. Um, Norick had 19. But come on, Siakam had 22. Scotty Barnes had 23, and um, Schroeder had 8 and 12. It's, uh, this is exactly what I expect of the rappers, Raptors, but when it comes to the Suns, and um, a lot of people ain't playing. So it's not supposed to be a good game. What I'll say, the biggest story is they've been eliminated from the in-season tournament. And what I'll say about this is more like, well, so we got Golden State eliminated. Now we got the Phoenix Suns eliminated. And those are supposed to be, before the season started, at least two powerhouse teams that we thought would be doing better than what they are. Given um, um, Phoenix haven't had their whole team on the floor, but maybe one game, if that, that I remember, uh, you got to take that into consideration as well. But I think the biggest story is that Golden State and Phoenix are no longer in the end-season tournament, and that may be disappointing for certain people that predicted that they would win the championship or be in the, at least be in the conference finals moving forward. But what I will say is this. This should be motivation for both them teams for the bigger picture. You know, one of them yeah. won the battle, but you didn't win the war. One of them type situations. So hopefully Golden State takes this into consideration and the Phoenix Suns take this into consideration. But what I will say is this, my man KD been balling all season with injuries on the team. You know, Devin Book hasn't been there the whole time. Bradley Beal has been out a significant amount of time. So I want to give Kevin Durant his props for even getting out there and doing what he's doing. But these teams will take this into consideration moving forward, especially if a team who wasn't supposed, who we didn't think will win the end season tournament wins it and they start bragging about shit. This will this uh, carry on and later into the season, into the playoffs. Lastly, what I'll say is this. We have to also keep into consideration, as much as we love these players and we're not sitting here pulling out birth certificates or anything else, everybody that's probably one of the top two players is 35 or up. Kevin Durant's 35 years old. Uh, Steph Curry's 35 years old. Draymond Green isn't 35, but he looks 35 years old. You know, uh, these players are getting older and younger players are coming in and they want their shot. Yeah. And I think for these older players, they're going to, not saying they're not in shape and they're not taking care of their bodies because they all look great for their age. But you're going to have to keep in mind, these niggas want your spot, my nigga. They want your spot. Yeah. That's what I was going to give um, voice to, that it's a new it's a new day. Like, I, I feel like... With 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 Denver and and with Denver to start, then Sacramento, it's a lot of these young guys that are really on the up that are thinking like, man, let's get these niggas out of here. You know how when we first came into absolutely. music, yeah, we getting these old niggas out of yeah. here. And 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 another thing, I, I dig it. I dig that as well because look, and we, we I was good enough to play 
you know, you got super biddies, you got biddies, you got midgets, you got juniors, you got seniors. I've been playing seniors since I was playing midgets. Some days I would have three games in one day because I played midgets, juniors, seniors. And when I was playing seniors, just to give a description real quick, super biddies might be 10 and over, biddies 12 and under, 15 and under, 17 and 18. More unlimited, no matter how you are. I was playing unlimited when I was 13, 14 years old. So I definitely want to kill grown-ass men pause. D King pause. <laughs> uh, when when um I p- had the opportunity to, because I'm like, oh, I'm out here playing with the older niggas. Let me show yeah. these niggas I'm good as well. And I think that's where a lot of people's at. Look, last year, I believe it was LeBron. I believe it was, I know it was last year, but I believe last year LeBron played against four sons that he played against their fathers at the same time. You know wow. what I'm saying? That's a testament to his longevity, but Damn, you playing against niggas' sons and fathers. So yeah. that's that's real. Yeah. Who are those four people? One of them was from Houston. Um yeah. I get I we'll get the list, but it yeah, was no. yeah, it was four players. Cause he you didn't see when homeboy walked up on the court and he's like, the first time he's met LeBron, he's like, yo, what's up? Bro, like, yo, so he's like, you played against my dad, Jeff, first game ever. Named me. He said, bro, I said, get the fuck out of here. He said, you feel old, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> he nah, said, that's yeah. fire. Yeah. So. That's fire. That was a good um, announcement. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for watching. And as always, it is what it is. Uh,